Stephanie Laska. Welcome to the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I lost 140 pounds by continuing to enjoy my favorite light beer, tortillas, and chocolate. I believe you can have your sugar-free cake and eat it too. You don't have to be perfect on the keto diet to be successful at losing weight. Your journey on Dirty Lazy Keto, it starts today. Today's episode is sponsored by my newest book, Extra Easy Keto, Seven Days to Ketogenic Weight Loss on a Low-Carb Diet, published by St. Martin's Press and Macmillan Audio. If you're kickstarting or restarting the keto diet, or maybe you just need a kick in the pants, well, Extra Easy Keto is perfect for you. I'll teach you how to make the keto diet easier, doable, and fun in just seven days' time. Order your copy or download the audiobook of Extra Easy Keto by Stephanie Laska today. So we are going to be talking about nighttime eating on keto diet, nighttime eating. Because if you're a nighttime eater, I'm going to need a thumbs up right now because I am. Um, I love to eat at night. I think I've had a whole lifetime of that. You know what I mean? I really have. So if you've had a lifetime of this, I understand. I'm right there with you. I mean, how many years have you struggled with nighttime eating or snacking at, at nighttime? You know, it's okay. You can admit it. I, w- I won't tell anybody because I think we all struggle with this sort of thing, don't you think? Um, you're not alone. And that's the bottom line. I don't want you to feel like something's wrong with you because most of us have been brought up to do that. I mean, at least I have. At least in my house, I should speak for myself. You know, I would have cookies at night. That was uh, something I always did, like for decades and decades, right? I'm that old. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> but I always had cookies. And my, my parents still have cookies to this day. And if we weren't having cookies, then we were having huge buckets of popcorn. Because when I was coming up, popcorn was cheap. You could make a big, huge bowl of it. It was easy to feed the whole family, right? Anyone else big popcorn people? Thumbs up if you are. Um, so, you know, this is in my habit. And then, of course, you know, you had to wash it down with a full, full sugar soda right? Even at night, I know, looking back, I'm all, really? What was I doing? But then I'd even grab little candy here and there because every time I'd eat dinner, I'd always want something sweet right after. So if you're kind of like that or you've had that experience in your family coming up, you're not alone. I just want you to know that. So even now you're transitioning to the keto diet, nighttime eating is something that we really should spend some time talking about. Otherwise, these old habits, right? They're going to come back to haunt us. So let's try to get some strategies going today. Because really, I mean, throughout my journey of losing 140 pounds, I had to address these things one at a time. And I want to share what I learned with you. That way you don't have to learn these things on your own. Um, Again, you don't have to feel like you're suffering or you're the only person. I want you to know that I kind of stumbled through a lot of the stuff and how to figure out strategies. And I'll share them all with you. And these are the tips that helped me lose 140 pounds and keep it off now almost a decade. So I've narrowed it down to just eight tips today. I know, right? I'm like, I'm going to solve the world's problems in eight tips. (laughs) Today, anyway, we got to do little bites of information on keto diet. Otherwise, it's like too much. And we're dirty and lazy. So we want to just kind of ease into it, right? That's how I am. So I'm going to share with you eight tips to help you with nighttime eating on keto. And some have to do with food and some do not. Oh, oh. (laughs) Okay, I know I'm goofy. Anyway, let's spin the wheel 
because I love to give away prizes. All right. So today, if you're commenting throughout our video, our time together, I'm going to give away a prize at random once I get a certain number of comments. So I try to, you know, get a whole bunch. That way it's exciting and fun and everyone has a chance to participate. So here we go. So no, you don't have to be live to win a prize. I do this after the fact as well. Ooh, it's a cookbook today. Hello. Who would like a cookbook? Who would like a cookbook? Oh, there's four to chew from, right? We got the Dirt Cheap Cookbook. We got the original Dirty Lazy Keto Cookbook. And so many. Hard to keep track of. We've also got the Five Ingredient Cookbook. And there's one more. What is it? Can you guess? Who is the whole collection? Anyone? Uh, the No Time to Cook Cookbook. So I share, shared those with you out of order, but our winner today will win a free copy. I will even sign it and mail you a paperback copy of a cookbook. So how fun, I know. So get busy commenting because that's how I find the people that are gonna win the prize. Yay. So let's move this out of the way. Now that that's done, we like prizes, right? Everyone does. I used to be a teacher, so forgive me if I'm being a little goofy. I think people learn better and have more fun um, you know, when there's prizes and things are lively and there's um, things to touch and look at, it makes things more doable and memorable, right? Because I want you to remember these tips. So like I said, there's eight tips, okay? We're going to solve all the world's problems today in eight tips. And the first one has to do with the clock, okay? Can you guess what this one might be? You can put it in the comments if you've got a little inkling. What does the clock and nighttime eating have to do with each other? Does anyone have a certain time of day that they eat or not eat, for example? Um, here, I've got the clock set to six o'clock with the fork. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I have this up in my kitchen. It doesn't even work. Just, it makes me laugh. And it reminds me that at about six o'clock, I'm done for the day. For me, anyway, I don't call this necessarily intermittent fasting. I just call it, I'm done eating. Kitchen's closed. I've got no more business in there. And this really helps me. I just say, clean up the kitchen. That's it for the night. You know, it's not like rules and pressure and, rah, 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 and stress. You know, if I decide to go against that one day, that's fine too. But for the most part, when I tell myself at six o'clock, I'm done. And I don't do anything real fancy or formal. I just wait till the next day at breakfast, whenever I'm up and eating to break my fast and then get started with my favorite part, which is eating. So that's one tip that works for me. That way it's, I don't negotiate. I'm not like arguing with myself. Like, should I have this? Should I have that? Do I have enough, uh, you know, net carbs to spend on this or that? Most of the time, it's just easier for me to do this. Okay, I'm done. But it wasn't always like that. Um, that took me years and years to get to, right? It wasn't like overnight I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm going to be perfect at keto diet and I'm going to just stop eating at six. No. Absolutely not. For me, a lot of these old habits kept following me around, right? And you can't fight them. You can't be like, I'm not going to do it, right? <laughs> okay, laugh. It's okay. I'm goofy. You know, if you try to fight yourself, and this is tip number two, if you're fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting, that's not going to work because our old habits, they die hard. And it's so much easier if you just work with yourself, right? versus fighting every single step of the way. So I encourage you to kind of ease into eating healthy. There's nothing wrong with that. And ease into some of these transition habits. I know you're all, ooh, yeah, I like this. 
It's it's lazy, kiddo, right? Well, I hope that you do because this makes sense to me. And I made small changes along the way. I didn't change my life all in one light switch, okay? It was like, here's my little light switch. I didn't go, and then it was done. I didn't go in this extreme. I made little tiny changes along the way that I was comfortable with. And then I get used to them. And then I made a few more and a few more and a few more. That is much more effective. And I also think it's okay, you know, now that we're mentioning it, a lot of people are like, well, you know, I eat at night because I'm this, I'm that. I got salt cravings. I got sweet cravings. You know, I'm bored. I'm lonely. I'm anxious. I'm tired. I, I personally think there's nothing wrong with some of those habits. And if you continue to want to eat when you crave something salty or sweet or you're bored or tired or lonely, so what? So what? It's going to take some time to work on yourself, the other parts of yourself. But the strategy is to replace the ice cream, which you know, we used to do, or at least I did, to replace the ice cream with something lower carb. So this can be a strategy. I'm not saying it's for everyone, but for a lot of folks, they can say, you know what? I've been eating ice cream every day after dinner for like 1,000 years or 100 years or 20 years. A lot of us have done that, right? So in order to transition to not having that every single day, because it's like a habit, maybe you could just transition to a low-carb or sugar-free ice cream. Now, I don't think you have to go shopping and buy a bunch of stuff that says keto. In fact, I don't recommend it because most of the time they're expensive, hard to find. You know, sometimes they could build a reliance where you're like, oh, I don't have it. I don't have my special keto. You know, and the next thing you know, you're like, oh. So, I mean, you can make these things yourself or if you want to buy them just to have an emergency, that's fine too. But if it's important to you and it's like a do or die situation, then I do recommend you get some of these things and have them around. I know. So in the name of the podcast today, I went and purchased this at Costco. I've never had these before. I know. I try not to keep some of these items in the house because I will eat them all at once. <laughs> right? Because I have no self-control. So I wanted to show you what these look like because I bought these, like I said, at Costco. Let's take a look. I know the things I have to go through to help everyone. It does look pretty good. <laughs> Ooh, smells like chocolate, looks like chocolate. Should I take a bite just for you? Okay. Mm, that's pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. Tastes just like the real thing. Oh. I'm going to give that one a thumbs up. I don't know these people either, by the way. I had to buy these with my own money. No one mailed them to me. But those are pretty good. And these are two grams of net carbs, no sugar added. But again, if this is a problem for you and you have this in the house and suddenly you're eating 10 of them in one day, like I might do, then maybe that's not the best option for you. But some of you might think, you know, look, I can handle that. That's going to make sense for me. So then that's a good strategy. Does that make sense to you? Fine. A lot of this is not so cut and dry. I wish it were. I wish it was like, okay, do this and then you're fixed. But I don't really think it's that easy. I think you have to get to know yourself and play with a little bit um, here and there to figure out what's going to work best for you. You know, for a lot of people, that might be a popsicle or it could be just a spoonful of Cool Whip, for example. If you keep this in the freezer, it tastes very similar to ice cream. Let me tell you, this worked for me for a long time. Now, I do recommend you get the regular Cool Whip, not the sugar-free, which is so weird. But the sugar-free has more carbs than the regular. Right. Why? I don't know. 
And if, if I'm wrong and you investigate this, you can let me know. I'm, I'm sure you will. Um, but it is pretty low carb, especially if you just have a little spoonful, right? So here is oh, two tablespoons and it is two carbs. Pretty good, right? Two tablespoons is a lot. So if that is all you need, then you don't necessarily have to eat a big giant um, ice cream bar or a pint, which can lead to all sorts of trouble, right? Because a serving size of ice cream is what? Half cup? Nobody eats a half cup of ice cream. Nobody. <laughs> right? You know I'm telling the truth. Now, if you would like to make your own ice cream, that makes more sense to me. That's what I tend to do. Um, there's a great recipe in the Dear Lazy Keto No Time to Cook cookbook. It's on page 206. There's no photo. So a lot of you might've just kept on going like, well, I didn't see a photo. It's there. Go to page 206, the No Time to Cook cookbook. It's an instant ice cream recipe and it's to die for. Super easy. And it's strawberry. So you're going to love it. Because, you know, you don't have to spend a bunch of money on these weird keto um, foods at the store. You can just quickly make your own. Okay, so any of my chocolate people out there, thumbs up if you're the chocolate person. I'm looking for you. So sure, this was an idea here. We'll pass that over because we're done with that. And I think I've done a whole video on chocolate stuff, just specifically chocolate. But I pulled out a couple of my favorites just for you today because I feel like if you're just craving a little bit of chocolate and your nighttime eating, then maybe just have a little bit of chocolate. What's around with that? If you don't want to do the intermittent fasting route, that's fine. Maybe you just need a bite of real chocolate. Now, if you get a high quality chocolate, a good brand, Ghirardelli, Lint, Lint, I'm probably saying it wrong, um, or maybe you have something you could recommend. It doesn't have to be the sugar-free, um, like Lily's chocolate bar. It can be real chocolate. This here has three pieces for seven grams, net carbs, 85% cocoa. And, you know, some of them taste better than others. Some of them taste like dirt, <laughs> right? The really high cocoa ones. But you do you. Maybe a little bite will what do you call it? Quash your craving. Maybe it'll just meet the right spot. Um, anybody, a little chocolate chip people out there? Give me a thumbs up if you're a chocolate chip person. And tell us which brand you like, because there's so many choices now. There's Lily's, there's Chalk Zero, um, there's Hershey's, and they're all sugar-free. So tell us which brand that you like and why. And some of them are stevia sweetened. Some of them are not. Some of them contain sugar alcohols. So that's important for different people's lifestyle. Um, but these are pretty tasty. And oh boy, once I open a pack of these and I get my little, my little teensy tiny measuring cup out and I put some in there and I'm like, that will do it for me. But unfortunately, it also makes me go back and get more. <laughs> I'm just telling the truth. Once I get a little taste from my chocolate chips, literally the bag will disappear within days. So I have to be careful and I'm fine with that. Don't get me wrong. For me, I made that decision where, yeah, I'm going to have some. I can do it. And I write them down and I keep track in my little sticky note. But if you don't want to spend your carbs that way, that's okay too. Um, a lot of folks love on social media, these premier protein drinks. They're chocolate flavored. I know people love them. You can blend them with ice or put them over ice. You can just drink them straight, put them in your coffee, make a mocha coffee, but people love them. They're super low in carb. This one has, how sad I can't even see that without my glasses. This one has one gram of sugar. Okay, so two net carbs, once you subtract the fiber, for a whole shake. So that's two for the whole shake. And it has a lot of protein, too, 30 grams. So tell me if you like these or that idea in the comments. Or tell me your tip for eating chocolate. 
I mentioned popsicles earlier. Do any of you like the fudge pops, the sugar-free? You know, I've tried these a little bit, but they're kind of high in carbs for me. Some of them are like six, seven, eight carbs. And I'm like, seriously, it's not even that great. I'd rather have a spoonful of um, Cool Whip from the freezer, if you ask me. Now, hot chocolate is another option. Again, similar to my recommendation with Cool Whip, for some weird reason, the fat-free hot cocoa mix has less carbs than the sugar-free. I don't get it, people. What's going on here? Nobody knows. Sure, you can make your own, but he, or you can just use a partial packet. But here, this particular brand that I like, it has four grams of net carbs for a packet, and I'll just use maybe half a packet if I'm trying to make it from the instant. That'll bring me down to two. So those are my chocolate recommendations. If you need some chocolate, maybe just have a little bit of chocolate. You might just need that little bite, and then you're like, okay, I'm good. Um, another recipe that you might like, this is in the Dirty Lazy Keto Dirt Cheap Cookbook. And this one does have pictures. Because you need pictures, right? This is on page one. This is the Dirty Lazy Keto Dirt Cheap Cookbook. And it's on page 179 if you have a copy. This is the peanut butter chocolate pie. <gasps> oh, it's so good. And there's a video, too, on um, YouTube of how to make it for free. That recipe you can find. And here's another one. This one is on page... 100 and, oh my goodness, this is 185. I cannot see my own writing, it's so bad. This is page 185 and I love these. These are my convenience, it's called the Convenience Store Candy Almonds and they're chocolate flavored. So easy to make you guys, so easy. And then you're not, you know, shopping for all this expensive keto stuff at the grocery store. You can just make it your own and then have it on hand for whenever you need it. Thumbs up to that, yeah. Okay, so tip number five, we're moving right along. Tip number five, where are my salty people? Salty, anyone craving salty for their nighttime eating on keto? Salty, thumbs up for salty. Where are my salty people? I think that was me last night. I was totally having a salty craving. And I was like, what am I gonna have? I gotta have something. And here is a good trick for you guys. These parm crisps, you can either buy them or make them. I got recipes for them in the cookbooks. But I do keep these on hand for like severe emergencies. I know I shouldn't because I just love them when I know they're there. But these little packages, for some reason, they don't make me crazy. Like there's the big, huge package. Oh, no. Mm -mm. Steffi cannot have those on hand. I will eat. I'll just write the whole thing. <laughs> but a serving size is pretty small. And that's really all I need if I'm really having a salty situation, like a 911 salty. So if you like salty food and you crave that, tell us what you do to, to, to quash that craving. Because I'm curious. You know, maybe you have a good tip. Um, a lot of times I will just grab a couple of nuts. And there's so many low-carb nuts out. And I just keep them all in a like a Tupperware so they stay fresh. And I can just grab a couple and I'm good. But if you have a trick for a saltiness, especially as it relates to all those popcorn lovers out there like me, we need those salty ideas. So share those below. Moving along, we're on number six. Ready, tip number six. Um, this is an important one. What if you are out of your carbs for the day? <gasps> You've already spent all your carbs. You got no more carbs spend left and you are still needing a little nighttime snack. What do you do? I know, right? And I do have a whole video about zero carb snacks. I do have that, so I can give that link to you if you need it but it's like an emergency, right? So I'm gonna just give you a couple of quick 
tips now because I know you're like, well, I can't wait for that video. I got, I got, I got to have it right now. So let me give you a couple suggestions. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I know you're like, okay, this is serious. Number one, sugar-free Jello. Yes, I buy this by the palette. I know I've said this before, but it's worth saying again. Sugar-free Jello can be your best friend in the whole wide world. It's totally dirty keto. Whatever. I'm sure it's full of all sorts of weird stuff. I don't care. <laughs> this has helped me through a lot of rough times, this sugar-free Jello. I have it in all flavors in my cabinet. I sometimes go through swings in my life where I order this in bulk from Amazon because you know you can't be without a flavor. I'm like, I gotta have lime. I gotta have lemon. I gotta have orange. Well, now I got them all. They're like a dollar a packet, right? So I can afford it and I can hoard them in my little cabinet and be super happy whenever a craving happens. So you can make your uh, Jello just to have on hand, right? There's lots of fun things you could do with that. Um, I also sometimes mix it in a drink. I know you guys have probably seen, if you haven't, I'll, I'll send you the link to that as well. But I have a recipe that's like viral of, it's in this book here, the Dirty Lazy Keto Cookbook, the first one, my viral video. I don't know if it's viral, but it sounded good. Let's go with viral. But it's of me making my uh, Taco Bell freeze. And I'm using like jello and I'm using ice and um, sugar-free soda and cream. And it's fabulous. So I'll, I'll make sure you get that as well. Um, but diet soda, zero net carbs, people. If you need something sweet, keep a variety of flavors, um, root beer, orange, um, grapefruit, cream, um, you know, all the different fruit flavors, you can get the seltzer waters. All those are zero carb. So whoop it up, live it up, get your fruit flavor on and enjoy. Why go without? I don't care about all this rules about, oh, you can't break your fast and bam, bam, bam. Uh, okay, that's fine if it works for you. But if you're like me and you feel like you need to have something sometime and you're not gonna wait till tomorrow, then go ahead and have yourself a cup of tea, for example. I love this sugar cookie sleigh ride tea. You can see here that I bought this on sale for $1.50. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. And get your little Dirty Lazy Keto mug right from the store because we got merch now. And you can have a nice steep hot cup of tea and you can put some um, Splenda in there or some sugar-free sweetener. You could put a little splash of something if you need it to make it creamy. But tea, herbal tea is zero net carbs. That's a good deal. I like that. Don't you? And it really does work. People are like, I don't know about that. Try it, especially in the winter. If it's cold where you're at, it can really work for you. A lot of times we're hungry and we're really just thirsty. Um, now I know I talk a lot about gum in all the videos, but me and gum have a very loving relationship. <laughs> now my new addiction is the candy, cotton candy, Mentos, sugar-free gum. It's the best in the wide world. I used to have my addiction to, oh, the Trident Wintergreen, and they stopped making it. <gasps> the people are so bad. Well, I don't know if they stopped making it, but they stopped making it the way I like it. I like the loose, so you can just go like a crazy person. And I like to just chew it and then spit it out and then chew another one. Mic drop, I'm telling the truth today. <laughs> and then I chew another one and I spit it out and <laughs> I chew another one. And my husband's like, you're gross. I said, yes, I am. Yes, I am. And I'm owning it, people, because guess what? It works. If I have some of that sugar-free Jello, I have hot tea, I have a diet soda, I have sugar-free gum, then I'm fine. Then I'm suddenly not craving and heading toward the ice cream. 
which let's be real, ice cream, all those keto like desserts, they can add up pretty fast just because they might be, oh, the whole container of this ice cream is four carbs or whatever. Well, it also has calories and fat and all sorts of other stuff. Who knows what all that's doing to you? Stick with some of the basics. Keep it, keep it real. You know, you can't overdo anything in life, sadly. It always catches up to you. I know. You're like, don't say that. That's not fun. <laughs> okay, back to the fun stuff. So number seven, and there's eight tips total, okay? So number seven, you might be surprised by this one, but it's possible that you might be feeling hungry at night or craving any of these things simply because you didn't eat enough earlier, like at lunch or breakfast or dinner. Um, I'm holding up my uh, Dirty Lazy Keto lunch pail here, which is quite large, by the way, available in the merch store. I know, isn't this fun? And I take this to work every day and it's pretty big, but it's full of snacks and I eat it all. And people joke like, oh, Stephanie's a big eater. You know, yeah, I am. But the reason I do that in part is because I have found in my personal experience that the more I eat earlier in the day, the less I want to eat at night. Eating at night is when I have no willpower, when I'm tired, when I don't care anymore, right? I'm like, oh, I'll start tomorrow. No, I'm not starting tomorrow. I'm going to do this every single day of my life and I'm going to do the best I can. And for me, I figured out a trick is to eat more earlier in the day, eat a bigger dinner, a bigger lunch, healthier food when I'm feeling more motivated in the daytime. And that way at night, I can really just close that kitchen down and call it a night. So that could be a tip for you. That's tip number seven is you might just be hungry and you should eat more earlier in the day and not try to be like, oh, I like to eat at night. So I'll save all of my net carbs to eat at night. Okay, really? Is that a good plan? I mean, you could do it. Let's be real. But then you're getting into bed and you're going to sleep. You got all that food piled up in your stomach and it has nowhere to go. That's probably a recipe for weight gain. Wouldn't you agree? If you eat too much at night and then you go right to sleep, there's no movement, there's no activity, there's no standing, even walking to burn it off. So I always think I should probably eat more earlier in the day. At least for me, it helps me, it helps me like burn it all off. And that way, when I go to sleep at night, I don't have all that food like gurgling up in my throat and causing acid reflux or causing indigestion or causing me to not sleep well. That's what works for me. Tell me your thoughts on that because I know I was like a little bit strong. I came out really strong in that. <laughs> so tell me what you, what you think. Um, you know, I don't know everything. I'm just sharing with you my experience. Um, so number eight, the final, the final countdown. Here we go. Oh, I got to reach for one of these. It fell way down. Okay. There it is. There it is. So number eight, and this one again is a non-food related, which may be a little controversial, but something that I've discovered along my journey of losing 140 pounds. I mean, look at this picture, you guys, a big journey here of the things that I've learned. And this was probably the hardest one I've had to learn and I'm still learning it, still learning it. <laughs> but the most interesting thing is that food sometimes isn't what I need at night. It's like deep. Do you remember deep thoughts from Saturday Night Live? Yeah, that's me. I'm like, you know, maybe I don't really need food. Maybe I'm craving something else. Okay. Now you're like, what is she talking about? Am I losing you? Well, for me, I've learned that at the end of the day, I need to unwind. Okay. Cause there's a lot going on. I'm tired, stressed, all the thoughts going through your head. <gasps> so for me, I've learned right after dinner, if I can put my shoes on and walk my dog. Oh yes. The dog. 
I know. But really going outside, not like a huge walk, just a quick little walk around the block. It gets me outside, kind of helps my mind, helps me unwind a little bit. I relax. I get to talk to my husband or I walk with one of my kids and I get to socialize a little bit. And for me, this has been a big aha where I'm like, oh, wow, that really kind of meets a need that I have to unwind and to relax, to get fresh air, to get outside my house and all the drama of the family and just kind of unwind from the day. So for me, this has been a huge one. Um, and another one that's kind of silly, but I don't relax well. You may, you may sense that, that I'm always busy doing stuff with Dirty Lazy Keto. I'm always on social media. I'm always tap, 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 responding and emailing. And, blah, 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 blah. and I'm always like so passionate and excited to share what I've learned that sometimes I forget to put my head down and just take a deep breath and like watch TV or read a book. Like I went a couple of years without reading books because I was so busy at night, like beep, 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 on my phone. And I realized then it makes me hungry because I'm stressed and anxious. So I need to just oh, turn off everything, take a little rest. You know, maybe that's what I need instead of food. For me, I've learned that can really be helpful. I'm going to have to rewind this and watch this again myself because I tend, not, tend to not listen to that advice. It's hard for me. Um, and then again with the dog, the dog helps me like feel like I have a friend, someone to talk to. She's so gentle and kind. My dog has never been allowed on our furniture and now she's like 10 and I've decided I'm going to let her up on the couch. I'm going to put her in my lap and I'm going to pet her and I'm breaking all the rules that I set, but it's helping me that I'm doing less eating, less gum chewing, less like crazy. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, ah, oh, relax. It's interesting. I was just on vacation last week and the whole week I was gone, I didn't have any nighttime snacks. I had no cravings and I didn't chew any gum for like a whole week, not one piece. And I brought a boatload with me and that taught me, I just need to relax a little bit. A lot of these urges for me have to do with number eight, that process of figuring out what it is you need maybe has nothing to do with food. No. Is that weird? Are you surprised? Anyone? You're like, no. Well, hey, you guys, I mean, there are so many resources that I've created to help you on your journey. Um, I'm going to link up a video right after this about specifically stop eating sugar on a keto diet. I think that's a really popular video that a lot of people can benefit from. A lot of great tips just to turn off that whole sugar craving situation that goes on in our brain. And I'll kind of go into detail more about what we were touching on today. So I'll link up that one next. And I just want to remind you that DLK, Dirty Lazy Keto, the reason this works, I think, not because, you know, you have to have all this stuff. You don't have to have like special shakes. You don't have to go out and, you know, buy a bunch of like expensive, um, you know, chocolates and expensive this and keto this. It works because it's flexible. It's easy. You can make these foods on your own or you can not have them at all. You don't need to have them, but they're there if you want them to. If you want to have sugar-free syrup and put a little on your scrambled eggs, you can do it. There's no judgment. And I think that's why this works for me and for so many people that are watching. And that's why people are having success with Dirty Lazy Keto, because there's no judgment. It lets you do you on your budget, on your timeline, without a lot of harsh rules. Wouldn't you agree? That's why it works. You can do this, people. I am here for you. I believe in you 24-7. You can always turn on that TV screen and be like, doop, doop, doop. and there she is, clapping, cheering, telling you all sorts of positive, you can do it attitude. 
messages. I'm here to support you guys. I know you can lose weight on Dirty Lazy Keto, and I am here to help. So you are not alone. You are not alone. Well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at dirtylazyketo.com and I'll just send you quick notifications when something new is going on. My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Do me a favor, tell a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, Keto Superstars. Keto Superstars.